what is up aka patterns thank you for joining me you by listening to this have joined the aka pad army and we're getting into it my giant star wars block however long it takes we're doing a lot of star wars content and we're starting with the greatest star wars documentary ever made empire dreams 2004 kevin burns i'm talking to you let's get into it you already hear that intro Thank you for joining me. Welcome back. I'm Pierre DeLuca. Yeah, I went five hours up the street from Philly to Pittsburgh to spend some time with a lady friend as we gallivant around the city, eating and drinking, having a wonderful good time. And I wanted to bring some of you along with me because this podcast and everything I do is important because it forwards long-form geek discussion and that's what this next block is all about it's about the greatest franchise ever created for film it's all about star wars we've got rise of star walker walker coming and people have already forgotten what star wars used to be and that's a lot of this this intention is to get back to where star wars was in the early 90s to early late 90s to early 2000s leading all the way up into the crazy anticipation people had for the prequels and Force Awakens and Force Awakens popped and made so much money for a reason and that's because people craved they craved Star Wars but hey big shout out to Kevin Burns wonderful documentary Kevin Burns has the type of documentary career I envision documentarians have when they make a uh, like a Goonies documentary Kevin Burns has a huge history of geek driven documentaries he is the man one let's get ready these are points these are notes 1 through 75 of Empire of Dreams. Okay, let's get into this epic list. <laughs> Number one, Hollywood was going through a downward beat post Nixon, post Vietnam, and hard nosed anti heroes going into the production of Star Wars. So, Star Wars was somewhat ripe for the time because everything was, you know, anti hero. So we know the heroes of Star Wars and right place, right time. Number two, George Lucas from Modesto, California, 1963. He went to the California Film University. Uh, number three, Irvin Kirshner met George Lucas right here at, you know, at film school. Uh, number four, T- uh, THX1138. It was George Lucas's five-minute student film that turned out to be 20 minutes out of the box. You know, and uh, it blew people away, but it was a five-minute requirement. Uh, it also proved a lot of George Lucas's technical skills. George Lucas graduated and joined Francis Ford Coppola with American Zoetrope. That was Francis Ford Coppola's film production company. In 1971, Francis Ford Coppola and George Lucas collaborate, and they make THX-1138, a full Lent Studio. Studio made movie where the studio wanted its return of $300,000 as as part of their investment towards the movie. They thought it was that bad. Number seven, American Graffiti uh, was made by a challenge of Francis Ford Coppola to George Lucas that, uh, you know, can he make a movie that is like a lighthearted comedy and it's shot. He shot that movie in 28 days and made just under $100 million. Uh, number eight, Gary Kurtz was involved. Gary Kurtz later becomes very relevant into Star Wars. Number nine, at the time, George Lucas wanted to make a Flash Gordon flash, flash, uh, space opera 
George Lucas was very influenced by the Flash Gordon serials. Number 10, Lucas states that he wanted to uh, make a fun movie for young people. You know, again, maybe anticipating a little bit of the status quo. Number 11, George Lucas, heavily, heavily influenced by Joseph Campbell, The Power of Myth. Uh, number 12, Joseph Campbell has said his best student has been George Lucas. Number 13, by the summer of 1973, George Lucas was shopping around to Star Wars treatment. 1973, so we're four years out of the release of Star Wars. 14, 2001, at the time, was the most successful science fiction movie. Made $25 million. Planet of the Ape movies, around $16 million. Your standard box office for a science fiction movie at that time was only $10 million. Uh, George Lucas shopped around a 16-page treatment of Star Wars and described it as very vague, just the broad strokes of the story. Now, this is probably six episodes worth of Star Wars, not episode uh, four or one. It, it was not New Hope. Uh, number 16, somewhat echoing uh, the culture at the time. Science fiction movies were at, at a dark phase. You had movies like Death Race 2000 and Zardoz. Uh, these were the dominant ideas around science fiction. Again, contrasting with the hope, you know, pun intended, of Star Wars. Star Wars contrasted Death Race 2000 and Zardoz. Everyone go see Zardoz if you're not familiar with it, by the way. Number 17, Alan Ladd Jr., head of creative affairs at Fox, comes on board and becomes friends with George Lucas. He hears, number 18, he hears George Lucas's pitch and believes so much in George Lucas, not the movie. He invests in George Lucas. Number 19, American Graffiti gets released. It gets the third highest movie of the year. Makes $100 million worldwide. Number 20, 1974, George Lucas starts writing this Star Wars screenplay. 21, it wasn't Luke Skywalker. It was Luke Starkiller, which later got used in Star Wars Force Awakens, one of my favorite parts of that movie. I don't care. I love the name of Starkiller Base. Number 22, one of the original treatments, Luke was a 60-year-old general. Number 23, Han Solo was a green lizard <laughs> reptilian guy with a crystal. Number 24, we're going, we're, we're, we're referencing Star Wars Rogue One here. The Cobra Crystals was a Holy Grail relic. Now, Cobra Crystals in Star Wars lore has they've become the energy source of the Death Star of the Star Killer Base. Well, not really. Star Killer Base guys energy source from the sun and the lightsabers. Twenty-five. George Lucas writes a two hundred page script. Yeah. <laughs> right? Isn't that crazy? 200 pages. Now, when it comes to screenwriting, uh, we normally have one page per minute. So he writes a 200-minute movie. Uh, 26. Uh, the first third became a movie, which you know, is what he would focus on as the story for Star Wars. Uh, he didn't want to, number 28, he did not want to waste a year of writing. So he dedicated to completing the, the, the movies, the story. So 
it's a Star Wars mythos. Like everything that came out of Star Wars uh, was basically George Lucas respecting his time and not wanting to waste it. 29, George Lucas acquires Ralph McGuire. He was hired to do paintings, concept paintings, described to him by George Lucas to secure financing. At that point, Lucas had trouble uh, having other executives and investors visualize the movie. Number three, he gets uh, number 30, George Lucas gets greenlit. We have an $8 million budget. Star Wars, original Star Wars movie, people, was made for only $8 million. You can crowdfund that nowadays. Number 31, Star Wars, the Star Wars deal was made before American Graffiti came out. Number 32, the Star Wars contract, Lucas wanted to protect two other parts. He wanted the rights for the sequels. Number 33, George Lucas anticipated using licensing to help promote the movie. So he secured licensing for t-shirts and posters, and he happened just to get all the other rights with it. 1975, summer. George Lucas founded Industrial Light and Magic to create the special effects for Star Wars. Number 35. The early days of Industrial Light and Magic were commercial guys who wanted to do more, and they got the shot. These, they, they worked on commercials. They weren't, you know, of course, they were commercial guys. <laughs> um, number 36, Douglas Trumbo, early ILM lead. Douglas Trumbo uh, really became the guy for the special effects of Star Wars. Two, <laughs> number 37, uh, ILM produces custom-built microprocessors for their camera rig system for the motion control. Number 37, Number 38, I'm sorry, Joe Johnson comes on board, visual design. Uh, Joe Johnson, uh, notable because he's had a film directing career of his own. Rocketeer, Captain America, I'm pretty sure Wolfman with um, Benicio Del Toro makes, this guy makes great movies. Ralph McQuarrie, number 39, Ralph McQuarrie produces more visual paintings. Number 40, <laughs> the original Death Star. The model of the Death Star was 40 feet by 80. <laughs> and supposedly it was it was a bitch to work on you. Um, you know, you were on your knees the entire time working on the the original Death Star model. Number 41, uh, ILM starts cross-training their employees. That now, this is something because they were outside of the, the union, because uh, union is very specific uh, which makes ILM very unique. You're cross-trained, you're cross-platform. Our next one is somewhat interesting because we're dealing with uh, Young Takes Time, number 43. The movie was made with young people in front and, and back of the camera. This is part of the growing pains that led to the future production of Star Wars. First one. 43, George Lucas interviewed thousands of leads. Uh, Kurt Russell auditioned Kurt Russell and William Catt as Solo and Luke Skywalker. There's footage of this. Mark Hamill, number 45, nailed what Luke Starkiller was supposed to be. They saw him, and Luke and Mark Hamill read Luke's line straight because he couldn't understand the dialogue. And for some reason, that was a magical combination. They chose Mark Hamill. Harrison Ford was brought in, number 46, Harrison Ford was brought in to read lines 
to other actors. And he somewhat set the stage of this goofy dialogue that they were <laughs> speaking. Number 47 uh, is, you know, I just said his task was to explain the dialogue and what it was all about. Number 48, Leia and Luke were the same age. And that works against the arguments that people uh, think that he didn't have uh, it planned out, that Luke and Leia were related or that Luke and Leia were Vader's uh, brother and uh, daughter and son. <laughs> Number 49, Carrie Fisher, Carrie Fisher her, her herself is a product of Hollywood royalty. This is one of the reasons why she fit into Princess Leia so well. She comes from a very illustrious background. It worked out. Number 50. We're already at 50 people. <laughs> uh, no, number 51. Uh, Carrie Fisher was hired uh, with the terms of her going to a fat farm and losing 10 pounds. Number 52. Francis Ford Coppola advised against casting of the unknowns. Number 53. Fox was against casting of the unknowns, but they said... Um, if he if Lucas was that far ahead into the process that he he would know Lucas would know and they, they Fox trusted the unknowns at, at that point uh, George Lucas signed number 54 he signed Alec Guinness as a veteran actor who later would help hold some of the bad shooting together because you know they go to you'll find out later they go to Tunisia and they they have just horrible weather experiences so number 55 vader needed a commanding presence so they got uh, a bodybuilder and uh that's all we know <laughs> uh david proyas you know and he david proyas comes from the school of hammer and he previously previously played frankenstein which is kind of cool number 56 uh peter cushing graham off tarkin also from the hammer bloodline uh pun intended 50 Seven. Kenny Baker comes on board as R2-D2, and he was a uh, comedian. He was a stage actor comedian. 58, Peter uh, Chewbacca comes on board, and, and uh, you know, Ch uh, the actor, Peter, another Peter, uh, he basically just stands up because he is a man of manners, and essentially Lucas just looks at him and says, we got him, you're hired. Daniels, Anthony Daniels, number 59, C-3PO. Uh, has mime experience has experience being a mime i think that worked so well as c3po number 60 first week syria their first week of shooting is in syria and <laughs> they get rain for the first time in 50 years this this is a trend you see even going into hoth uh the battle of hoth and and empire strikes back when they're in norway they get a a completely freak blizzard in norway when they were not supposed to so first week of Star Wars, number 60, disastrous first week. 61, uh, yeah, disastrous first week. They lost sets after building sets after the first week of Star Wars. Tunisia, 62. It was hundreds of degrees by mid-afternoon. 63, C-3PO, first assembled, his first assembly, first time Daniels wore C-3PO was in the hot Tunisian desert. Imagine wearing that 100-degree weather. 64, Sir Alec Guinness, as I said before, held everyone together. See, his him being a veteran played off. And um, 
there's just stories of how kind and professional he was. Everyone, uh, you know, true professional. Anyone out there trying to come up, take a lesson from Sir Alec in this. Number 65, Hamill asked Sir Alec in this, like, you know, Oscar winner. He's like, he's like, what are you doing here? Like, what, what are you seeing Obi-Wan Kenobi? And Guinness said that he saw... Uh, he there was an appeal for him playing a mentor in, in the morality morality play as clear as Star Wars was as black as black was and white as white the clear definition of good and evil helped draw Guinness into the story which is fantastic number 66 after Tunisia they went to L Street Studios in London and these are some of the biggest warehouses for film production on earth number 67 the strict UK crew, the strict UK union, would not let George Lucas shoot after 5.50 p.m. And he could continue uh, if they were vote yes, but they were, <laughs> he always was voted down. Number 68, uh, F- uh, Carrie Fisher had this wonderful line in this documentary about the dialogue written by George Lucas. And uh, she said, you can type this stuff, but you can't always say it. The number sixty nine, the cantina scene, you know where Luke and Obi Wan go to meet Han Solo and Chewbacca. Uh, Mark Hamill thinks it was he. He looks at this and he's like, "This is a joke." And he approaches George Lucas about it. And he's like, "What are we doing here?" And Lucas said, "Look, we'll fix it." And considering that, and considering how that scene turned out, uh, yeah. Bravo for post-production. Number 70. The actors did not want... They, they did not see the movie that they were making. A lot of the time, they they everything was so far out of context. The movie was not formed. Uh, they showed up, hit their marks, and left. So no one was, no one was aware that Star, Star Wars was even Star Wars as they were making the movie. 71. Lucas did not talk. The um, you know, what he, he didn't talk a lot, and just gave the actors the impression to do your job and leave. Just, just you know, do it like if you're told quicker, do it quicker. If you're told slower, do it slower. But hit your mark and get out of there. Number seventy-two, faster, more intense became uh, Lucas's most common direction, which is now part of Star Wars lore. Faster, more intense. 73, Lucas was also perceived as impatient during the filming, and he uh, was a conflict sometimes for some of the actors because that's not the acting process. You, you have to find uh, your character, and you know, that came right from Harrison Ford. All right, everyone, we are getting close to wrapping this up. Let's get to the last two final points and then we can move on to part two of this because that's right we have 230 points to do all right so number 73 we already said lucas was impatient 74 there's no underwear in space a lot of times underneath what carrie fisher was wearing as princess leia she was taped down she said she was taped down with duct tape and it had to get ripped off at the end of the day number 75 uh I'm, this goes out to anyone out there trying to do it and trying to be creative, but it's it's this outtake from this documentary, and they're doing a scene, and everyone's in character, and they have to do it again because there's a microphone that comes into frame, and it's it's just it, cool. It wasn't a point that anyone made, but 
it, to me, it's a point because it shows you that humans make this stuff and people continuously make mistakes when you shoot a movie. Now, look, everyone, I originally intended this to be one giant episode. I like doing 20 minute blocks where we're getting we're getting lengthy here. I'm in Pittsburgh. I got to go do stuff. But episode 262, we're going to continue the facts of Empire of Dreams and then we're going to get into the Star Wars movies. But everyone, thank you for joining me. I love you and good.